Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. There is no suspect in custody right now, but police are looking for a suspect that they are scouring the train system for at this time. You can see the bomb squad, the dogs on hand right now. There were a number of what they thought, thought were explosives that were found at the scene. They seem to be either smoke bombs or dummy devices. One smoke bomb was detonated, as we did tell you, as the train, when it pulled into the 24th Street station, as the train doors opened, a smoke device was thrown onto the train, and then the shooter fired indiscriminately. They're not sure if it is one shooter or multiple shooters, but they do have one suspect that they are looking for at this time. This has been transpiring over the last few hours in New York. That courtesy of CBS News. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. That is the number. This shooting on a subway car, the video that is out there of people just coming out of this subway car, running out, others who were clearly shot in the leg, uh, in in possibly uh, the, the, the lower back, uh, that number is changing. It, there's going to be no good information, although there will be a press conference coming up shortly, and I'll bring it to you. If, if it fits, if, if, if I can, uh, when something like this happens, it is it is not the idea that there was a shooting and we're going to cover a press conference. It's that you had 16 people hurt. It happened in a subway. And it's the story of undetonated devices that were found. And what that actually means, that's what I would like to get more information on as soon as I could. But with all of these things, the numbers change, the dynamic changes. Uh, what is it that, that that people saw? How do they tell the, the, the story? It's going to take a day or two for that dust to settle and for information to be understood about uh, this shooting. One of the things that got reported was that uh, the gunman was possibly disguised as a transit authority construction worker and was wearing a gas mask. I have now seen what the the shooter was wearing described twice as different things. Again, this is one of the examples of waiting for more information to come out. But when there is a, a, a press conference, producer Ari, did they tell you when? Did they tell you at, like? Did they give us a time? Uh, of, uh, right. So we're gonna do what we can to bring it uh, to you, just to get uh, some of the basics out there on this of course uh, the big story right now is inflation and the inflation number is through the roof eight and a half percent that's what the inflation report is you know what it's done uh to the markets absolutely positively nothing the dow it was up over 200 now is up 192 the nasdaq is up 129 it's unbelievable but 8.5 percent i actually have uh here I, I have the uh, what's going on with with the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, that went up. It increased 1.2% in March on a seasonally adjusted basis after rising 0.8% in February. Over the last 12 months, the All Items Index increased 8.5%. If you take a look at what was uh, the biggest uh, contributor, gas going up 18.3%. But I have got the breakdown here. Uh, if you take a look at food items, they went uh, up a percent in February. They went up another percent in March. 
So you talk about all food items, whether food at home or food away from home, that number is 8.8% year-over-year inflation. You take a look uh, at um, some of the other categories, which I think I have over here. Here it is, uh, table two. Table number two from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Cereal. Cereal and bakery products. Oh, up 1.5%. You know, the basics, the what you eat, what your kids eat every day. Right now, they're going to be having a press conference. They're going to start it on what's going on in New York. I told you I wanted to bring it to you. They said soon. They meant it. Uh, Producer Ari, let's pull it up. Let's let's hear what they have to say. We want to hear what's going on. There was a shooting in New York, and the story here is not that it's 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 that there was a shooting that we cover a, a press conference, but rather it is to the idea that there were these possible explosive devices that were found. And the question before us is, well, what is that? What does that mean? What What is it that we can, uh, does, th- does that tell us? Was there some level of coordination that we already know about? Is there some level of coordination that we need to know about? That's the question. Let's take it to the presser right now out of New York. At this situation, we've made all the resources available and we'll work with the Office of Emergency Management for any additional needs. I'm going to ask the police commissioner, Keyshawn Sewell, to speak to you and give you an update on, on the events of today. Thank you. Good afternoon. We're here to update New Yorkers about an active shooting incident that took place this morning inside the 36th Street subway station on the N line. I want to begin by assuring the public that there are currently no known explosive devices on our subway trains, and this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. We can also report that although this was a violent incident, reportedly we have no one with life-threatening injuries as a result of this case. This investigation is only hours old, so please note this information is subject to change. Just before 8.24 this morning, As a Manhattan-bound end train waited to enter the 36th Street station, an individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platform. Again, we will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt, the color is gray. At this time, we are working with our federal partners where we are asking for the public's help. Anyone with information, videos, or photographs, no matter how insignificant they think that may be, is encouraged to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. All calls are strictly confidential. I'd like to turn it over to the FDNY to give information about the victims. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. The governor would like to speak now. Governor Holt, my apologies. It's all right. Uh, Good afternoon. This morning, ordinary ordinary New Yorkers woke up in anticipation of a relatively normal day. They left their homes en route to school, en route to their jobs, and to a normal day, as I mentioned. That sense of tranquility and normalness was disrupted, brutally disrupted, by an individual 
so cold-hearted and depraved of heart that they had no caring about the individuals that they assaulted as they simply went about their daily lives. This individual is still on the loose. This person is dangerous. They're asking individuals to be very vigilant and alert. You'll get more reports on specificity as the day goes on. So this is an active shooter situation right now in the city of New York. I just got off the phone with the mayor. He's recovering well, he's monitoring, he's actively engaged in the situation. I wanted to let him know that the people of the entire state of New York stand with the people of this city, this community, and we say no more. No more mass shootings. No more disrupting lives. No more creating heartbreak for people just trying to live their lives as normal New Yorkers. It has to end, it ends now. And we are sick and tired of reading headlines about crime, whether they're mass shootings or the loss of a teenage girl or a 13-year-old. It has to stop. I'm committing the full resources of our state to fight this surge of crime, this insanity that is seizing our city because we want to get back to normal. It has been a long, hard two years. That's what we crave, that sense of stability and normalcy. And this is what the mayor and I are going to continue to work toward. And I thank the partners, the brave people of the I MTA, the first ones who had the sense that if Governor Hochul thinks that she's going to fight crime and she's going to fight for normalcy and put the full resources of the state of New York uh, to fight this, I I would applaud lots of that. But that's not what her base believes. It's not what they believe. They have no interest in fighting this. You have somebody who, you, you heard the description, you 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 know that uh, is it between 13 and 16 people have been injured and the party the democratic party wants to solve this with social workers so with all due respect i don't believe that that while eric adams certainly talked a tougher game on on crime than than uh, the nonsense communist bill de blasio uh, when we talk about New York, I, I don't have any faith that he's going to do it. And with all due respect, Governor Hochul, I don't have any faith that you're going to do it either. Is the answer more gun laws? How many more gun laws could you possibly have? The answer is see something, say something. People don't even like riding the subway. They're not looking anywhere. They're looking straight down at their phone, praying to the Lord someone doesn't rob them or kill them or expose themselves. The city of, this is your city, Eric Adams City. It is really a Bill de Blasio's leftovers. So, let's, let's, let's see you actually do it. Because right now it's very obvious when you hear the talk that the, the first woman you heard, uh, well, I should say the second woman you heard speak, who was the, uh, I think the commissioner, and how clear and direct and focused. And then you heard uh, Governor Hochul in that just, nonsense political voice tranquility and we were aroused from our from our glorious slumber with pain well what else do i expect a politico to say i don't expect them to say much i expect them to do much i don't need kathy hochel making statements i need kathy hochel doing work i don't need any governor sitting there pontificating i need action now, sometimes the action is actually speaking out and standing up uh, for, for parents, let's say. But nobody believes that Kathy, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, is going to do anything. No one believes it. 
at all or in any way. And if she does what she says, well, then it's her own party that's going to get angry at her. This is not a time for politics, and I'm not about to use the shooting of 16 as a way of saying uh, this is going to hurt Democrats. Kathy Hochul did. Because who believes she's actually going to put the resources into it? I'll have more on this. I've got more on the inflation. We'll get into that as well. I I have some worthy stories. It's, it's, it's not all heartbreak today. All right, it's a little bit of heartbreak today. But I've got other stories, like how, uh, how a news outlet lied about me. How did I even get on their radar? I've got that story. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at an email where I, I needed a couple recommendations for, like, really solid bourbon gifts and said, all right, this is the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. You know, one of my one of my sources, and they just got back to me with some some ideas and prices. I'm like, all right, that's, that's cool. Daddy's going to spend some money on bourbon today, producer Ari. Um, and in this situation, I, I will be referred to as Daddy. <laughs> I'm going to go throw up. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. We never rehearsed that. That was pretty good. That was solid timing all the way through. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. I uh, want to continue this inflation conversation because I had said a couple months ago, I canceled the family vacation this summer. And I'm, I mean, I'm not devastated about it. I'm just sad about it because I like going out west. We were going to go to Utah and back down to Sedona. I, I like hiking. I love it. And and uh, turns out that so do the kids. And it, it's great because when you hike, there, there are no cell phones. You might stop and take a photo. That, that's fine. But you, you, you're you not on a phone when you're hiking. You have to be watching what's going on. And so you, you're, you're looking, you're watching, you're, you're, you're talking to each other. It's It has been so fantastic. And to see the kids so, like, into it, involved in it, like, I, I, I always... It was always like vacations of doing things. It was never vacations of, of of resting, right? The idea of going to some resort and just putting your feet up and drinking a Mai Tai, I don't know. It never never struck me. Lately, it strikes me, but it never really struck me. But this last one, we we would hike, sit, then just sit in a pool and you know, and then grab dinner. It was very very low key. I was amazed at how it worked for everybody. It was really just wonderful and connecting. Like wanted to do that again and wanted to do the hiking. Couldn't afford the, the plane tickets. It was just too much. It's insane. And then you take a look at where jet fuel is, and you take a look at where uh, the, the airline industry is, and they're cutting flights. They're cutting ten- JetBlue and Spirit, I believe it is, but maybe it's just starting with JetBlue, cutting 10% of their flights this summer because they don't have the people. We're already hearing about things this summer that are going to be problematic. Airline tickets have gone up over 10%. There's just, I don't know how, like people went away for spring break. I don't know about where, where you are, but in the Indianapolis area, people go away for spring break and it's actually beautiful because the town that I live in is freaking empty. There's no traffic. You don't have to wait for anything. It's, it's, it's a, all the Karens get out of town. It's terrific. You can live your life in freedom. You, no one's telling you where you have to walk your dog. Oh, like a dream. 
But I'm like, how in the world did these people afford to go? And when did they buy these tickets? Because there's no way they, 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 they bought them recently. And how does anybody right now be like, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to do this summer and look at those prices and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's go. We've, we've got the cash. No big deal. I, I don't know how they do it. And, and, I, and I should be clear, like, I'll never, ever lie to you. I know I can afford it, right? Like, I can, I, I, I can write the check, but I can't afford it because I can't bring myself to do it. I cannot bring myself to spend that kind of money. No, no possible way can I do it. It's just, it's, 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 it's just madness. And, you know, now that I'm not going, I can, I can afford these extra couple of bottles of bourbon, which is uh, pretty good. That's a great example of what this inflation is giving us and what this March inflation report tells us. Choices are going to be made. And some of these are going to be very, very hard choices. You already have the Federal Reserve recognizing, stating that they have to do something about inflation because it affects the poor. Of course it does. If you have the extra dollars and the extra dollars get absorbed, so you're not engaging three other luxury things or activities or items, but you're taking care of all these basics without any real panic, you're fine. If you have a fixed income, if you have a set dollar amount, a set budget, and now you're in a place, as Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, discusses, don't think of it as 8.5%, right? Consumer prices rose 8.5%. It is the highest inflation rate since 1981. He takes a look at it differently. He's like, no, 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 14.5%. I will share I will share that with you. I mean, I, I, I will, I'll share it later with you. You got you to hear it. You got to hear it. It's a mind scramble, as he does uh, the, the, the numbers. Well, that's that's fourteen percent of someone's budget going to the same things they were already doing affects how they survive. Now, if you say to me, uh, you know, yeah, but that is true about the poor, and you're right uh, about the rich, but oh well, they can handle it. No, because the argument then becomes that when you are absorbing people's dollars into the other basic things, whether it be gas prices, whether it be meat or, or stuff like that, they aren't engaged in the extracurriculars that the extra money would afford them. Well, those extracurriculars involve businesses that provide the services for the extracurricular. The effect of inflation is deleterious. It's downward and downward and downward. None of these numbers are good. And there's no, it's seemingly no end in sight. Recession is coming. I'm sorry, guys. I'm Tony Katz. I don't know if I should be making fun of this. I need a ruling. I don't, I don't, is, is this funny or is this the end of civilization as we know it? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833 got Tony. Would love to hear from you. 833 468 8669 at Tony Katz on uh, the Twitter box uh, right uh, there. You can also find me on Getter at Tony Katz. Uh, I share with you a story from a C, I think it's a CBS affiliate. In Los Angeles, and and it, 
You tell me if this is funny. If you were to walk down this block, you will notice that the homes and the apartments here have something in common, and that is they have received this letter from the post office, which isn't promising a speedy delivery. This popped up, I think it was not last night, the night before. Courtney Smith says the post office recently left this notice at her Santa Monica apartment complex. It reads in part, delivery service is hereby suspended to all addresses located on the 1300 block of 14th Street. And my immediate reaction was just um, disappointment, frustration. The note goes on to say multiple carriers have been subjected to assaults and threats of assault from an individual who has not been located or apprehended. We spoke to Santa Monica police who told us the only assault case involving a postal carrier they're aware of goes back to January 9th. Now, we should be clear, I do not think an assault of a postal carrier is funny. In no way, shape, or form do I think for a second that uh, a, a uh, an attack on a postal carrier is funny. Not at all. Not in any way. No, 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 no. What I think might be funny is the idea that California is so absolutely horrifically crime-ridden when all they do is vote for these radical progressives that they can't even get the mail delivered. You hear that story and you say to yourself, my God, Atlas Shrugged is a good book. They can't deliver the mail because it's too violent in Santa Monica. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, I spent some time in, in Los Angeles, six years in L.A. Somewhere right now, my wife is, is listening to the show. You know, Indiana has been very good to us. We don't regret moving to Indiana for a second. So much better than we ever, ever imagined it would be. So much better for the family. So much better for us. We enjoyed ourselves immensely. But there are uh, things that we miss about Southern California. I I talked about earlier, I miss mountains. I miss mountains like you would not believe. Yes, it, it is perfect weather. And there's no place else in the country that gives you perfect weather. And they ruined it, these people. They ruined it. But going to Santa Monica was always fun. There were things happening. You're walking outside. You got a little drink. Oh, there's the beach. Oh, there's this. Oh, there's the pier. You had yourself a good time. The idea of not being able to walk down a street in Santa Monica is mind-boggling. Of all of the places that you couldn't walk down a street. Santa Monica? No, not possible. Not possible. By the way, I got a text from Andrew who says, funny, they deserve what they get. So yes, it's funny, and yes, they deserve what they get. How do you not? This is a conversation about how one learns. My brother, the, the good Dr. Katz, um, is, a, is a giant believer in this, uh, an objectivist, uh, talking about somebody who has well-studied uh, Ayn Rand and, and, and didn't just read Atlas uh, Shrugged, but took notes. Um, the only way people learn is through some level of pain. If, if we were to take the big lessons 
in life, they involve mistakes and then learning from those mistakes. So, for example, uh, we'll, we'll start with an easy one. Um, you don't put your hand on a hot stove because you will get burned. And if you do it, you will get burned. You'll say, ow, I burned myself. And then you will learn not to do it. If we take a look at multiple instances throughout the animal kingdom where you have some type of relationship between parent and, 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 and child, it is all about the education. It is all about teaching the skill sets that are necessary in order to be able to survive. Survival is, is what it's all about. Well, we don't have a mechanism, it seems, to get people who vote for horrible, awful policies to learn. Because what has usually happened is they vote for these terrible, awful, horrible policies, very often policies that don't affect them. They affect other people. And so the policy gets spread out, it gets dispersed, so everybody engages a little bit of pain Everybody who the policy affects engages a little bit of pain. The people who engage the policy, put forth the policy, don't have any pain. And they say, look at the good work that we've done. Then they do it a little bit more and a little bit more. And you'll find that a a, a restaurant or bakery is closed because, after all, just got too onerous. We need a tax for this and you need a form for that. And then you have to do something else. And you have to have this hiring rule and this over here. And they say, ah, I don't need any part of this. They keep uh, taxing me to death. They keep, uh, uh, you know, attacking me. They keep going after the business. They keep making it more difficult. You know what? F these people. I'm gone. I'm out. Pack it up. And they leave California and they come to a place like Indiana. And as long as they leave their politics at the door, you know, that that's fine. If you don't want to leave your politics at the border, uh, is stop in Illinois is the best advice I could possibly give you. Well, every now and then... A policy does affect the person who favored uh, the policy. It affects the woke of folk. And they go, ooh, ooh. Remember, uh, they, 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 they didn't want you to have plastic bags. You can't go to a supermarket and use a plastic bag. What are you, fakakta crazy? No, 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 no. And then people all of a sudden were being charged for bags. And there was a, a great piece. I think it was Kira Davis who wrote it over at Red State, where I, I do video work, redstate.com. And it was it was an interview with, with a liberal who said, these people in California are going to turn me into a conservative. And you're like, oh, damn. Because, you know, for a lot of people, that's how it happens. It's enough of attack and enough of attack and enough of attack. They go, wait a second. The people attacking me are the problem. They don't stop. They're, they're never satisfied. They always have to have one more thing where they're telling you you're a terrible person, you're doing it wrong, and they have to correct you. And then some people learn from the pain and they change. And then some people learn from the pain and they move. But some people don't learn from the pain. And it, it's stunning, right? It's shocking. It's unbelievable that you could have people right now in Santa Monica, California, who can't get mail because of the violence, and they will tell you, well, at least we got rid of Donald Trump and his mean tweets. They believe it to be fact. They believe it to be true. It is all that moves them.
They can't get mail. And you know what they'll say? Thank goodness Joe Biden is doing something about those ghost guns. Got to do something about those ghost guns. They don't know what a ghost gun is. They couldn't describe a ghost gun. Is that something Casper uses? They don't know anything about ghost guns. All they know is it has a scary name, and they don't know a single thing else. And they're proud of not knowing a single thing else. But maybe if everybody along a certain street in Santa Monica had a firearm and put a sign out front that said, we have firearms, commit your crimes somewhere else, you bastards, the mail would actually get to them. Now I know what you're saying. See, you don't even need mail because everything comes to you electronically. <laughs> do you really think that's the story? Because if you do, um, wait till the police just don't show up. No, 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 no. That, that neighborhood is too crime-ridden. The step after not getting delivered the mail on your street is your street becoming the newest Chaz Chop. It's an autonomous zone that doesn't actually work as a matter of fact, whatever crime happens in an autonomous zone, I don't believe should be applied to the city the autonomous zone is in. No, no, no. If people want to live in hell, let them. Don't send police. Don't send ambulances. They don't want to contribute to the society. Pfft, they are not a part of society. You figure it out. But if you step out of the zone, we're going to utilize our Second Amendment. We're going to protect ourselves from you psychopath, dangerous losers who want to destroy everything. But the people who live in Santa Monica, they don't even think of it in that way. They just go about voting for this leftist and voting for this progressive thing. And oh, wait a second, what did Savannah Guthrie tell me this morning on Today Show? Okay, uh, I do that. Ooh, what did Mika Brzezinski say on Morning Joe? Okay, I do that. Hmm, what, 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 whatever it is uh, that The View said. Oh, Joy Behar. You know, Joe, Joy Behar is my spirit animal. Uh, she is. She should be teaching in law school. She is so incredibly smart. That Joy Behar, can I tell you how wonderful she is? Oh, I would name all my children Joy today, even though they're in their 50s. I would rename them Joy, including the boys. That's how smart she is. Oh, I love her. I don't know. I guess that's what they sound like in Santa Monica. They all sound somewhat like by Anne Helen, who never sounded like that. She had a much thicker Polish accent. I actually did have an Anne Helen. Or we referred to her as Anne Helen. No, she was an aunt. She was Anne Helen. She was the sister of my grandmother. That would be an aunt, wouldn't it? Or removed? Someone someone get back to me. They don't learn. They still think they're doing good. Why should I not chuckle while they suffer? Because while they're not learning, oh, it's a learning lesson for you, me, and we, and we get to share. Look at what these people are doing. Look at these schmucks. Kids, look at these schmucks. See what they're doing? The kids go, they're schmucks, Dad. And we're like, yes. Yes, they're schmucks. Don't be like that. Now let's go get ice cream. Hold on. First, let me check the mail because we actually get ours. It's an unbelievable story. It's an unbelievable story in California. And they deserve what they get because that's what they asked for. I'm Tony Katz.
See, I don't have to ask whether this one's funny. This one's hilarious. The story is CNN Plus, which is the new streaming service from CNN, struggles to lure viewers in its early days, drawing fewer than 10,000 daily users. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on? Oh, that is good. That is good. Fewer than 10,000 people are using CNN Plus on a daily basis, two weeks into its existence. Now, the question before us is, what do you compare it to to figure out what's it, what matters? So it launched March 29th. It's, a, it's their streaming service. It's $6 a month or $60 annually. So it's on Roku. It actually only got on Roku this week. It's still not on Android TV. So when you take a look in perspective, CNBC did did the work for us. Uh, CNN has had a huge decline in viewership, but they had an average of 773,000 total viewers a day. Now, here's a great example of, of why we need a little less politics in our life and a little more happiness in our lives, a little more conversation and culture and, and, and theory in our, in, our, in our lives. We have 330 million people in the United States of America and less than a million a day are watching CNN. How dare we let these people suck up all our oxygen? oxygen? What the hell? That's nuts. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind serving a, a, an audience that's interested in what it is that we're doing because people do engage peripherally. I think it does matter in terms of fight. I think it does matter in terms of honesty and sincerity. Uh, but 773,000 and we, we, we really care what Brian Stelter has to say that much? That's crazy. A CNN spokesperson says we continue to be happy with the launch and its progress after only two weeks. When asked uh, about it again, they responded... So you know everything's going great. It's going terrific. That's rough. That is rough and tumble right there. Gosh, I'd say I'd feel bad for them, but they they did it to themselves. They did. I mean, they did. Of course, they did it uh, to to themselves. ESPN Plus. You know how many subscribers they have. Pretty sure you want to guess how many subscribers they're on million, the ESPN Plus? A couple how million. Many? A million? Yeah. 21.3 million. Yeah, so I was close. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but uh, closer, closer than CNN, clearly. 21.3. Uh, NBC uh, Universal Peacock Network? 24.5. Active accounts in the U.S., more than 9 million of which were paid members. First, a producer, Ari, I think the answer is we need to start a streaming service. You have a million things on your plate. You want to start a streaming service too? Dude, I, I have 2 million things on my plate. But if I could have 9 million subscribers at four ninety nine a month, daddy happy. All right. Well, daddy, I'm going to go throw up again, but all right.
See, see again, I, in this conversation, I am daddy. It's why we are over at Locals, Locals.com, TonyCats.Locals.com. We are creating a whole subscription world and content you can't get anywhere else, which is a little hard for a guy who does so much stuff on radio, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of free content. I get that I'm creating my own problem, but go with it. Just creating things in certain places. I got to be able to do better than CNN+. Plus. Maybe that should be the channel, not CNN+. Plus. Gotta be able to do better than them. Holy heck. Florida did better on COVID than New York. And Media Matters came after me. I don't know why. I'm Tony Katz.